strikes me as we read this big story and all these touch points, all these threads that show up in this story, um, threads that make their way in our beloved carols and in this scripture. I'm struck by, by each of these lessons as we gather in this small, cozy celebration of Jesus' birth. Remind us and maybe snap us out of the trap um, that sometimes we can be in that, that nothing is really significant is happening here. Um, that, that we're just going through the motions or that we're just in this small place and that, that this is just, just something to do and, and nothing to see here. Like, this story is so, so grandiose and so cosmically huge that it, that it starts with creation itself. In, in that first lesson, Genesis 1, we're reminded that God's powerful voice speaks over creation, just as it speaks over this meal and creates out of nothing. At this meal, it reminds us we're a created people out of nothing, where, where we once weren't a people, now we're a people. Where we once had no hope, now we have hope. Where we were walking in darkness, now we see a great light. This voice, this light, it starts small and it spreads in creation. So here, very good. The Genesis 22 reading was about the promise of Abraham, a, a gift and a blessing on Abraham to be a gift and to be a blessing to the whole earth. Again, we see this promise starts in this small, unsuspecting place, and it spreads. Isaiah 9, the prophet's promise of a Savior, it's a cure for our disease, the one who might lead us out of our dysfunction and out of our violence, who, may, who might make us one, one at a time, the Prince of Peace. Isaiah 11, Isaiah 11 is the, the stump of, of apparent death. You can't get a more insignificant place than an old stump. There's no growth happening there, no life to be had. But new life shall spring up from this very place. A peaceable kingdom shall come on earth as it is in heaven. It was only this week that it actually hit me that every time we see a manger scene, we're seeing kind of like a a preview or a hint at this Isaiah peaceable kingdom where we have donkeys and sheep around Jesus. It is, it is maybe just like a little, a little nod to this Isaiah scene with all of these animals around the child king who is leading them in peace. Maybe y'all got that way before me. I just got that. It was, it was a great epiphany. Peace starts in this anonymous cave in Bethlehem and it still spreads. And in the Luke birth stories that everyone uh, read so well, you have all these characters, these least likely characters, Mary and Joseph and angels and shepherds and magi, and they all bear witness to the arrival of God. In the middle of the night, in the middle of nowhere, to a bunch of nobodies. Except that God showing up, God's mere presence makes them somebody's, makes it some place, makes, makes it some time. God showing up is, is such good news, we, we might call it great news. That now is the time. This is the place. We are the people amongst whom God dwells. 
Do, do we get that? Now, here, us, we. We're the ones who God gives gifts to. The ones who God saves. The ones who the Spirit is remaking and refitting us for peace. We have everything we need to join God in this good work. In this small, silent, seemingly insignificant work that sometimes we get so tired of or we don't feel like we're getting the right feedback or maybe we feel a little crazy that we're set to this work but the world is doing something that is flashier and cooler and better and, and all of those things. This is part of the very salvation of God. This, this good news, it's locally seen and known and experienced. And that's, that's what these readings, that's what this story reminds us. I was reminded of that um, just with a text message today. Nothing went right today. If you lived in the neighborhood, you know it has been a cold 24 hours starting at about 9.20 last night when our power went out and it came back on about three hours ago, right? <laughs> we, we weren't sure if we would be here tonight, let alone cozy here tonight. And I got a text message from uh, Calvin and Shirley. They had their little boy. I don't know if I can say much more than that because they haven't said much more than that, so I will not announce names and birth weights and how adorable this child is. But Shirley was mentioning how they've been shuffling from an Airbnb to... Calvin's sister's place and all these different places, you know, nursing in her parka and trying to keep this baby warm. And she says, I never knew how much I would identify and empathize with Mary trying to keep a newborn baby born in a really cold, dark world, right? And, and, and the stories like that that remind us that, that this actually is the place that God is showing up. These, the, <laughs> these times like today when it seems like nothing is going right, now is the time. Now is the time to join God, to meet God, to be known by God. Just here, just now, just us, just God. So if you've been waiting, don't wait any longer. If you've been waiting to experience joy, don't wait any longer. If you've been waiting to come back to God, don't wait any longer. Every time we come to this table, it's an invitation to encounter God and to receive from God. When we come to this table, it is, it is a Eucharistic meal, a, a meal to give thanks. It's also an Emmanuel meal. It is a reminder that, that God is with us, and when we step forward, when we just take a step towards God, we are opting to be with God. So that's the invitation tonight. That's, that's always the invitation. Now is the time. This is the place. We are the people, and God is with us. So friends, in this meal, we remember a special feast, that the grown-up Jesus. It's, we're flashing forward several years here, but the grown-up Jesus is eating with his friends. These nobodies in this no place at this no time that happen to be the clincher, the climax of the entire cosmic story of salvation. And they ate a feast, and it was a, a time to remember that God frees God's people from sin and slavery and death into salvation, into a chance to be with God. He took bread, he blessed it, he broke it, and he gave it to them and said, Take, eat, this is my body, my flesh. Eat it. 
be with me. And then he took the cup and likewise he blessed it. He gave it to him and said, take and drink as often as you drink this. This is my blood. Remember me. Y'all pray with me. Lord Jesus, we give you thanks for coming to us in the times and ways we least expect. Uh, we thank you for this great gift, this meal, bread and cup, your very body and blood broken and poured out for us. We thank you that you took on body and blood so that you could know us, that you could be near us, that you could save us. Uh, Lord, uh, bless these friends. Bless this place with your presence. Uh, open our hearts up that we might um, be uh, attentive to the ways that you have come to be with us. Uh, even in times when we're frustrated and things seem off the rails, you, especially then and there, are with us. Uh, feed us this week as we go that we might have this good news on our tongues. We pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen.